Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Happily Ever Brown podcast. My name is Peel. My name is Suhorni. And I'm Tasos. And we're your co-hosts for today. Today we're joined with a very, very special guest, Isha Patel. Isha Patel is a contemporary romance author who has been writing diverse stories featuring strong female leads since 2019. She's also a second-year college student and writes part-time along with studying psychology. Her previously self-published novels include Florida's Finest and Trauma Queen. Her upcoming release, Off Back, a sports romance featuring a woman of color competitive in Formula One, is her first traditionally published book. She aims to write pieces that speak to the audience on healthy relationships and self-love, as well as diversifying opportunities and breaking boundaries in society. Hi, Isha. It's so nice to meet you. Could you just introduce yourself quickly so us and our audience can get to know you a little bit better? Yes, absolutely. So you guys covered pretty much everything. Um, But again, I'm Isha. Um, I've been writing since basically like about the sixth grade, like making stories. And I started publishing books in 2019. So kind of in the middle of the whole pandemic situation. Um, It's been a major roller coaster, but now I'm really excited to start traditionally publishing, which is a whole new journey for me. Um, And obviously, one of the things that I love most about writing is being able to share these diverse stories, like you guys said, and kind of let people take a different look at different cultures, people with different backgrounds, just like the whole thing is why I love writing so much. So I'm really excited to be here with you guys and talk a little bit about that. That's amazing. Um, What I really wanted to know was that from your perspective, really, were there any like challenges or um, that you or any like South Asian women specifically they like they face in your personal or your professional sphere? Yeah, so I think like the main thing is kind of getting a foot into the door because mm-hmm. with publishing, especially when you like get towards like the traditional end of things, um, sometimes it's just hard to like break down the stigma around being in a career that isn't you know like we're traditionally like STEM based or like something where you go to school for like eight years, come out of it with a degree and make a lot of money. Like that's sort of one of those, I guess, South Asian stigmas that you come off with off the top of your head. And it is true, like, you know, that's there obviously. Um, but I think it's really important that we kind of like lead by example. Um so that's one of the major challenges that I found kind of finding people to I guess like serve as my mentors, um, people that I could look up to who were in writing already, South Asians in writing. And once I found those people, like things got a lot easier. Um, So this actually happened like last year when I released Off Track, I was able to get exposed to this whole new community of like Desi writers. And having those people in your corner is just so much more helpful because they've already been through all the things that you know you're about to go through or have already been through. They can give you advice on how to handle it, like finding an agent which is like a huge, huge thing, Um, you know, preparing your book, finding an editor, making a cover, like how to market, like all of that stuff. And it's like, it's like a whole thing. Uh, Self-publishing is, it's one of those things where you're like one person, but you're working like five jobs, like all the time. So it's kind of crazy. And it really, really helps, especially as a South Asian person coming from a culture where this isn't something that people typically do to have mentors. So I think that's one of the challenges that once you cross that threshold, it makes it a lot easier. Um, so yeah that's probably my big thing with challenges okay um so where did you like find your love for writing like was there like a certain like expectation or were there any like pressures from your parents or any really like south asian type of like stereotypes and expectations you had to meet Mm -hmm. okay that's a very fair question 
Um, and like, I'm really fortunate that my parents were never really like that. Like they were always really encouraging of the writing and the reading. Like I, especially said my mom like was super encouraging of just like getting my hands on as many books as I could. Like we'd go to the library like every week. And I think that's partially where I got like my love for writing, reading and all of that stuff from. And then also the Bollywood movies, uh, major Bollywood movie fan. Like I've been watching like these old movies, like back at college. Like I used to be like, oh, I hate this so much. Like my mom would sit me down and be like, watch this. And I'm like, no, <laughs> but being at college, you're kind of like, you miss that. And I watch these movies and I can like start to be like, man, this is almost nostalgia for me because that's where my love for romance came from, where my love mm -hmm. for like creating stories between two people that just like creates this dynamic background like you know you have like this in and out flow of characters like there's something so pretty about all the ways that they do that in a Bollywood movie and I like to emulate that in my writing so I think that's definitely some of the places where I draw my inspiration that's really cool um I like how you have such a close-knit bond with your mom over writing and <laughs> <laughs> um, really nice like like i also love romance like i only read romance now like it's strictly just okay romance. yeah like so it's just fair. it's so like it's just the best genre of books and i just oh my god i have like my stack too right now like the last one's not a romance book <laughs> but book there's always up. books on my desk exactly. oh yeah <laughs> It was really nice to hear about your experiences going into the professional sphere and that you have a close relationship with your parents who were so supportive of your path. Also, we would like to know, how has your South Asian identity influenced or inspired your experience as a novel writer, both positively and negatively? Yeah, so a lot of like moments from my upbringing, um, especially like things you learn about the culture as you get older that aren't so pretty, are definitely things that I've been able to weave into my writing, um, especially with Trauma Queen, which as the name unfortunately hints is a kind of heavy book disguised under a very pretty cover. So I have a picture of the cover on my wall, but it is a very pretty cover that holds a lot of heavy stuff. So definitely that book drew on a lot of like cultural expectations that I've seen not only like, you know, like mentioned within the family, but also like heard some pretty like brutal stories about from friends, like the kinds of expectations that everybody has like from their parents like I'm really fortunate that I'm supported in this but like it's crazy the things that I've heard um so a lot of that has definitely gone into like writing the book um and I feel like when you write these things like as a South Asian you want to like move towards progress right like that's the goal like you want to you know I guess break the stigma and create like a new a new way of doing things in this new generation but sometimes in order to do that you have to call out the old stuff and I feel like that's something that's been really important um, to me in writing my books, calling out the way that things were done before, because sometimes people don't notice that it was wrong until it's like right up in your face and you're like, oh my God, that is horrible. Um, so that's kind of one of the things that <laughs> as a South Asian writer, I've kind of been trying to like weave in, you know, as I write, because people don't always see things until it's like, like right up in your face, like right up in front of you. Um, so I kind of really hope that that very direct way of doing things like call stuff out because I think you know just like that experience um like learning to address problems head-on has really not only shaped me as a writer but also as a person so I think that's something really important that um honestly is being done a lot more in the industry now like people are calling out these problems in their books like South Asian writers I've read some really brilliant novels both traditional and indie so I'm really 
I'm really happy with that, to be honest. Yeah, and, like, I, we don't really see that many, like, brown or desi authors. It's, like, so refreshing to finally, mm-hmm. like, get to see, like, someone know, writing like, about, like... Yeah, I know, like, two two brown authors. Yeah. I know Sajini Patel. <laughs> I read her book. Okay, Nicole. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, definitely a good book, and now gotta read some oh, more yeah. books from fellow Patels. <laughs> There's so many of us out there. <laughs> and like adding on to that, like, do you think there were like any like like South Asian culture that like influenced your work? Like particularly like just South Asian culture? Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. That's a really good question. So um honestly, I wouldn't really say any anything in particular. Um definitely part of what influenced me to write in trauma queen the character that i did because her family is from maharashtra is that Mm -hmm. like there are certain states that are represented like more or less than others i don't know if that's just a thing that i've noticed yeah Um, sometimes people like yeah you know what i mean like people will be like oh this is like the token south asian person and it's just people from like one or two states um and i feel like that's something that yeah can totally be worked on so (laughs) it's literally like it's it's a work in progress, so I think that's one of the things that I personally want to work on, too. Um, but, yeah, just, like, more diverse representation is definitely the first thing that comes to mind when you say that. So, like, not only diverse, like, different cultures, but different cultures within cultures, because then we get into a whole thing, too, so. That's true. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I feel like representation, it's important, but you also have to, like, be fair with that representation. Like, you can't just pick and exactly. choose who you want to represent exactly yeah and it was really nice to hear this from like another source because i've noticed it too like i'm from like a not very represented indian state i'm from west bengal and you we really you only yeah media on north india you rarely find out maharashtra or west bengal or any other state and Mm -hmm. um, getting into that we also wanted to know have you experienced any specific challenges stereotypes as a South Asian author writing specifically romance novels and how did you navigate through them? Yeah I this is also kind of a thing that I noticed but like sometimes as South Asian authors we're almost like thought to like we're made to think that we are in like this little box where there's only like certain things that we can write about as far as representation Mm -hmm. even if it's representation of our own people which really sucks. But it's like, like you can only have like romances between two Daisy characters, or these two characters have to meet like via like meddling aunties, or they have to have big families, or they have to be doctors, or they have to work in this, this, and and it's just like, you know, like nobody really says these things, but it's kind of like this, almost like intoned like between the lines sort of thing that we're made to think, and I feel like breaking that is like one of the big challenges that I I guess we've kind of been having but also been getting over like there's a lot of books with you know they see characters that are in relationships with people of other ethnicities and cultures like naming a couple off the top of my head that I can shout out um and um Patel wrote a couple I just saw that Ruby Rana wrote a book and I actually like had the pleasure of like having these people as some of my mentors but like she wrote a book with like a romance between a Daisy lawyer and a white hockey player. So, like, it can literally be anything. And I know, that sounds, like, so good. Like, she's cooking. She's cooking something. Right? I'm saying, and she's making another one, too. So, I'm like, 
keep cooking girl i know <laughs> i know right but it's like so crazy because we we tend to think that we need to fit in this little box especially as women like we're made to think that we need to fit in this box behave a certain way you know our characters have to behave a certain way we need to write things a certain way when in reality it's like once you like get past that and just write what you want to write and that's like a bigger challenge than it sounds like because I know I struggled with it I was like what are people gonna think Mm -hmm. and we think that all the time I know we think that all the time what are people gonna think that's like the number one thing but like once you get past that you know it's like refreshing so you know like another misrepresentation a lot of like books have like that are focused towards brown people are Mm -hmm. like that the families are always so strict you know like and it's always that one really conservative family and honestly I feel like sometimes it's not always like that like some people are like really chill with their their, (laughs) what's it called children yeah and you know like sometimes (laughs) they're chill about whatever is going on in their lives it's like exactly like people think like think our parents are like so straight laced and things always have to be a certain way this is not true guys mm. we can get out of the house it's okay <laughs> <laughs> kind of adding on to that i've also noticed like from these stereotypes if it's a brown female lead she is always made out to be this nerd who is like never dated like never gotten any sort of romantic attention and all of a sudden she's thrust into this environment where she's like wanted and she just doesn't know how to navigate it and like that is so untrue like oh that is not what like like i don't know how else to phrase that is it. not like, real that is life no, you're, you're so right <laughs> not so real not life real that's not <laughs> real <laughs> and i'm so glad that people are calling this out like you guys are calling this out and like that's that's one of the reasons that we need this in literature like Mm -hmm. this honest representation you know not just like the cliches or like the stereotypes and just like how people want us to be seen like when we write stories like the goal is to write honest stories so I feel like just keeping it real does so much for people who have maybe like read these things that like stereotype us and then come to realize like it's not what people make it out to be um, especially mm-hmm. there have been like certain I don't want to like name drop there have been like certain situations where authors have written people of color um in ways that are not accurate or just not pretty or just mm-hmm. not kind and I really think that that's one of those things that especially in the literary world it's very important to call as we see and hold people accountable for that so mm-hmm. super important um moving forward like um what are your plans like what wait before I get into that like what sparked the idea and like passion for wanting to start I know you kind of like mentioned like your mom and you would spend like you know hours at the library but like what made you like sit down and like start this novel because that's yeah. so like such a, such an amazing project to like yeah. make on and do you know, I want to know how you did it <laughs> able to just oh sit down gosh. start writing a book that's crazy how did you plan it <laughs> sit down start crunching I mean I wish (laughs) I wish it was that magical um it okay so starting I'm gonna start with like my first novel this is like a whole thing um Mm -hmm. but when I started writing that first novel Florida's Finest um this was again like kind of like mid-pandemic thing and I sat down I started watching Jane the Virgin and that Mm -hmm. show like really made me be like oh man, like, she was able to do this, like, with all of the telenovela stuff going on in her life, and it's a fictional show, 
but yeah. it's kind of I think it was like that little it was that little push I needed like let's start to romanticize my life like let's just sit down and do this and like you know what uh we'll worry about we'll cross the bridges of like people mm-hmm. judging and stuff when we get there but like I was like what if I just like literally powered through and published this book and sent it out to like family and stuff and people can read it and I had already had the book like written at that point I don't what exactly like made me want to write an entire novel I think it was just that I watched like way too much tv as a kid and I still watch way too much tv and like a lot of my favorite shows were just doing like so many like crazy amazing things at that time like 911 is what inspired me to write Florida's Finest and like I was like maybe I can do this too so I sat down I wrote and I published the book and I think what really like keeps me going is just like being able to give that to like other people having people read it and be like man like this really hit or this was really relatable or this was really emotional um Mm -hmm. and when you see people like react in that way like you didn't just write words like it's something that like resounded with somebody like that's what kind of keeps the process rolling for me and with like off track um this had kind of kind of come into the picture like when I started watching Formula One so like my dad was watching Drive to Survive one time and I'm like, what is this? And it was just like these cars. Like, I'm like, I've never seen cars like this before. Like, what on earth is this? And he's like, oh, this is Formula One. I'm like, and then I sat down and started watching it. And then I realized that there was one problem. And that's that there weren't enough women there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what's the creative way to address this, you know? And so I kind of sat down, got to work, started writing this entire world where like we have a female main character driving a Formula One car, which is something that no, a lot of people still can't wrap their heads around like I've gotten like words from people about this like this isn't realistic or this shouldn't be able to happen I'm like I wrote it so I can make it happen that way <laughs> um but that yeah that's the that's the fun thing about writing but that was kind of what like sparked my inspiration for that there's like such a lack of women in these like professional spheres especially in sports and mm-hmm. even though you know writing stories isn't going to solve that I just kind of feel like it's like one step forward to getting people to believe that it is possible and it can happen. So. Like, I just like, I love that. It's so like, it's so out of the norm. Like it's not something that we Mm -hmm. would just because of like society and like how we just see the world. Like there's something we would never accept, accept, expect, but it's just so amazing. (laughs) Can't speak. But yeah. Um, um, I actually like, had a had a question. Um, when you started writing these books, did you have like a message or anything you wanted to share with people, or like more specifically, like a problem you wanted to tackle, or was it just like, I want to write, I want to write about romance, and I want to <laughs> do this now? Yeah. So, gosh, I have like a couple of things that I wanted to touch on, but I kind of just want to put it out there that like relationships don't have to be the way that we see them on TV or the way that we see the movies all the time because a lot of the time that representation is toxic. I know I said I grew up watching Bollywood movies um, mm-hmm. and you know some of them are great. Some of them have like really sweet honest relationships and then others it's another side of the coin. Um, so you know you don't really want like young people to be growing up and thinking that this is how things should be um, and this is unfortunately even the case with some other books like depict mm-hmm unhealthy relationships and you really you know you don't want to make people think that that's that's a romance and that's that's what love looks like because it really shouldn't be um so I kind of wanted to break the mold of what these 
you know, like roles of South Asian women and relationships kind of tend to look like in Hollywood and Bollywood movies, you know, like where were these quiet, reserved women that do what we're told, or like you said, like study all the time. And we have these like straight laced families and we're told what to do and we're not able to break free from that. I wanted to get past that and kind of set a healthy example that we are able to demand love for ourselves, like healthy expressions of love, put down boundaries as to what that looks like for us. And if somebody doesn't want to accept that healthy boundary, then it is okay to say no and move away from that. Like that isn't always represented healthily in books. And I think it's about time we start kind of try to change that. So it's yeah, it's actually definitely. a really good thing that I've been seeing I've been seeing change in this in a lot of books that I've been reading, like especially by indie authors. So mm-hmm. you know, like supporting authors that aren't coming from the traditional background is also something that's really important because that's how I came into writing and now I'm going to go into traditional background. So I've seen like both ends of it. And it's mm-hmm. just really important to like support this push um, towards healthier love and healthier relationships in writing. So. Yeah. And like every, like we all deserve like love in a type of way, yeah. right? We all deserve Exactly. Exactly. There should be Absolutely. no sacrifices and there should be no compromises. Get your standards. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Wow. Keep the bar high, ladies. <laughs> So, um, when you did start making the new novel, so for your upcoming release, um, mm-hmm. what inspired you for this story, actually? And, like, what message do you hope the readers take away? And can you just talk about it in general? Because I want to know more can you about like, it. Yeah. Can, you like, can you, like, tell us, like, a little bit, like, insider information, like, before Inside it comes information. out? Or, or no. Inside information. Sneak peek. Oh, sneak peek. Okay. Y'all heard it here first. But, um, <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's marketed, so it's marketed as a romance, but I don't just want it to stop at romance. Like I said before, mm-hmm. um, it's really about this space that has just been so traditionally full of men for so long. Like, I have unfortunately, like, well, discovering the sport, this is going to be, I think the next Formula One season is going to be my third season watching. And unfortunately, like, kind of, throughout what I've like discovered with this sport like I'm fairly new to it but like you'll see team bosses and like drivers like basically like saying really awful sexist things um and it just passes and like nobody really questions it because that's just the way that things were and you know sometimes like somebody says something on like Twitter and it like blows up and people are like oh my god we need to call this out like this is a problem um but like these people's like careers are never really questioned over it um and that has my blood boiling like boiling let me tell you um so off track is kind of my little uh clap back per se at that kind of culture because motorsport is like so glitzy and it's so wealthy and it's so glamorous but underneath that I guess there's like I wouldn't really say that if a woman were to enter the sport she would immediately just be met by like lashback like immediately like be like driven out of the sport but there's almost yeah. like this condescension and I kind of want to like get past that um, through writing, um, through talking about, you know, different cultures and the discrimination that happens like underneath that surface level of like the glitz and glamour. Um, and the main characters in this book, Miguel and Diana, like they're both really persistent, really hardworking people. Um, and I also just wanted to show a relationship that is as persistent and hardworking as they are. Like they persist throughout this entire book. Like we get to go through like a schedule of races. Like the season is 22 to 23 races. So it's a lot. Um, 
and you know like you kind of get to like see these characters grow and like learn how to form a healthy relationship throughout it and you know like the meaning of the sacrifices and compromises like you were saying before kind of comes into question at the end there yeah um and it's like you know what you want to sacrifice in order i guess to be able to love this person like what are you willing to do to love this person so i feel like that whole like you know that little cliche there i i really love that and i really think this book is going to bring a lot of those things into light so i'm super excited to release this i'm also super excited because i know i'm gonna (laughs) read this book and i'm gonna like, right <laughs> yeah now, like it's, it's, been, it's just so interesting it's been 11 days and i've already read like <laughs> seven, like books already like i just read all day long there's just no <laughs> focus well actually there's no stopping <laughs> literally no stopping um yeah i think that's really it so Did you have any, you... like sorry go <laughs> I was gonna say, um, if there's like one message that you wanted to give to like any South Asian girls who are like wanna start writing, wanna start doing like starting a project, like what what's like a piece of advice that you would get from your own experiences? Yeah, honestly, like literally do not care what other people have to say. Like care less. Because it's I know it's easier said than done, um, to put those people like out of your mind out of sight and everything um but like if you let those people live in your head rent free you know taking up that space like that negative loop just repeats itself like over and over and over like focus on like the good people that are surrounding you um instead of directly just being like i have to cut people out of my life just focus on the good focus on the positivity find mentors find people who you can surround yourself with who will support your work and push you to constantly be doing better and eventually like the background noise will literally fade out like I promise you that because when I was starting to write I like really struggled because I was like a lot of people that I you know was like you know these are friends that I can rely on like sometimes people just would not support my work and I feel like when I started to focus on the people that did it made such a big difference in like my motivation and like I guess just like the fact that I cared more about what I was doing because it meant more to the people that I was you know like paying attention to um and with that said literally like men like men are so critical all the time all the time all the time like <laughs> telling telling them the that time. you're a romance author is like it's like the reaction that you get like, the, why do they think that like reading like, something that's not action sorry uncharted territory exactly <laughs> oh my god oh my goodness but literally like they be yeah, out they to, need to get you out. just avoid letting them do that so do not let even people get in your head podcast, and just keep persisting even with this podcast um when we started when Suwani and i started like all of my guy friends from my school they're like oh it's not focused on men so i'm not gonna listen to it okay don't who asked oh, literally who asked oh my god like my friend, meant for them oh my gosh my friend literally texted me literally. And was like, I, was, I was on vacation he texted me he's like hey um it's not like really nice that your um podcast isn't focused completely on men or like you guys are not like including everybody in the conversation i'm like it's not for you okay oh chill my out. god oh, oh my goodness they get a foot out the door and into like into the reality literally. let me tell you get a foot out your door like actually <laughs> No, it's yeah. so 
Thank so you so much. For what? Thank you so much for joining us today and like telling you telling us about like your journey as an author. It was so amazing hearing your story. So thank you so much. And we are very and, excited yeah, for absolutely. your release. Yeah, it was so great to talk to you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was great talking to you. Thank so you. that's it for the podcast episode. Um, stay tuned for more episodes. And yeah, bye. Bye. See you next bye. time.